You're listening to Diaries of a Witch podcast. I'm your host, Angelica Kreishi. I'm a success coach, astrologer, and high priestess of Hades. Every week, I open up my diary and tell you my most magical, moving stories of manifestation and teach you the tools that you need to manifest your legacy. Here's the next entry in our diary. Hey everybody, welcome to the next episode of Diaries of a Witch podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, we're going to talk about a really exciting topic and I'll tell you a little bit about how I uh, stumbled into talking about this, (laughs) how I created this podcast. podcast episode essentially and like how it came to me and then we will get into the meat the subject um uh, that we're going to be talking about and so we're going to be talking about um being the paranormal one in the room and why this can lead to a fear of success why this can feed into the witch wound um and just cause a lot of problems for our manifestations i think that Being the paranormal person in the room, in the room full of mortals and people that don't understand. Um, And if you're an entrepreneur, this might even be true for you, even if you don't really identify as magical um, or you don't do like spiritual entrepreneurship. Um, Just being the person in the room that is different than everyone else in a really palpable way is very alienating and can be a huge source of why we don't seek out more success, why we don't get past a certain level of success, um, and why it can be difficult to move laterally and kind of move into different levels of our manifestations um, and the reason why we tend to feel so stagnant. I was doing a self EFT tapping session and I was tapping around the beliefs that I have absorbed from people around me um, over the years, people in my family, people in my friend groups, um, partners, like all sorts of stuff, because I was doing another EFT tapping video, just like a Brad Gates video. And something came up when I was working through one of his tapping videos um, around a few people in my life that I had, yeah, internalized things that they'd said to me. And those were really strongly coming up um, when I did the initial first tapping session with Brad Yates, um, just like as a YouTube video. And so when I when this happens to me, um, when either I uncover something in journaling or in another tapping video or in a meditation or some other context or in tarot or, you know, however I uncover it, um, I will do a self-tapping session. So I will sit with, um, you know, why this thing might have triggered me, why I believe or hold this belief. Um, I try to, with this self-tapping session, you know, I always try to validate the way that I feel to release that emotional charge. And then I like to go through sort of some of the reasons why my ego or my shadow has locked into this as a belief. And that's when the shifting begins. And that's when we start to sort of move through this feeling and allow ourselves to experience it, but then allow tapping on the meridian points to release the emotional charge of it. And that's essentially how a self-tapping session works or any tapping session um, in general. And so I was doing self-tapping around, yeah, like the fear of being seen and being successful. I don't know, it wasn't so much being seen as much as it was like being successful 
associated with things that people have said to me in the past um, or things that, yeah, people around me have held as beliefs because I just found that um, when we're the only or one of the only magical people in the room, um, and especially in family dynamics, like when you're the magical person that seems to be doing everything with ease and maybe you're not actually, but you know, to everybody else in the family, you're just doing the impossible 24-7. Or in the friend group, you're just, you started this business and everybody else in the friend group, maybe they don't actually want to start a business, but they're just like, why can't I do the things that I want to do? Why can't I fulfill my life purpose? You know, decide I'm going to create something, work through my projects. You know, it could be around relationships, any sort of jealousy, right? Um, and so first the judgment will begin usually from the other person with this huge insecurity of like, how is this person doing this? How are they magical? Um, how are they able to do this with ease? And maybe it turns into jealousy from that point of like, wow, I just really wish I could do this. Um, sometimes when jealousy is involved, the person kind of understands at a certain level that they're capable of this, but they're hiding behind, um, you know, previous belief systems like, oh, well, I, you know, I'm not pretty enough, I'm not rich enough, um, I'm not smart enough, or... I am all those things, but this person just has this like quality about them that makes it easy. Um, a lot of the time, jealousy comes from like that sense of ease, right? Where we're like, okay, yeah, like I'm jealous of this person's car. It's like, well, technically I could get that car or I could save up for that car or maybe I could trade in my car for that car. But it's like the it's it's more than that. It's like I'm jealous of the ease to which this person followed their desire, right? It's not really about the car necessarily. it's It's just about like, how is this person just flowing through life, right? And life is difficult, and there are plenty of hard things all the time that when you're even waiting for a manifestation, when you're even kind of in, a phase of life that's more filled with death cards and tower moments, right? It's totally normal to look at somebody in their sun phase of their life, um, just totally killing it and be like, what the hell, why am I not there yet? Um, and so jealousy is one of one of the things that could happen, right? When people look at you and look at how magical you are and, and you know see you living your best life, living your life purpose, creating things that they seem like they're like, this is impossible. I don't even know how she's doing this. Um, but something else that happens is there's this huge flicker of cognitive dissonance within the person. Um, so regardless of this person's, you know, magical belief system or religious belief system, um, they will typically look at you thriving, look at you being utterly paranormal, um, for example, my dad is an atheist. Like he's not really, he's not really believes in anything. Um, I mean, he's super chill about it. It's not like he's like a really weird atheist. It's like, I can't even believe that you believe in things, but he's just like, yeah, I don't know. Doesn't, nothing's caught my eye <laughs> at this point, right? Um, but 
you know, he would always be like, so you're a witch. What does that mean? And like, he would always try to understand and be kind of like, I don't know. And then as I started to do things that he thought were sort of impossible or that I couldn't do at a young age or like I shouldn't have been able to do them at such a young age or like just me kind of flowing through life um, in a certain way or like having moments of luck or like if anything that happened, right? And it happens to everybody to be honest, but I think because of my natural magical abilities, <laughs> right? And my drive and like how ambitious I am and how, you know, like dedicated I am to my manifestations and to my next level vision and to my future and my legacy and all these things. Um, he just saw me like hitting all these marks and he has said to me before, like, okay, I believe that you're a witch now. Like, I don't even really know what that means. I don't even really believe any in anything, but I believe that you're a witch because I don't know anybody that does what you do or that doesn't like you. And so you might have experienced this in your life in some way. And this causes some cognitive dissonance, like I was saying with these people or these family members, because their entire like system of reality gets shattered or fractured or like, you know, kind of cut up by you being fucking amazing, right? Especially if somebody's living in like a really kind of dark place, they're depressed, or like they just have so much self-hatred and, you know, there's nothing, like they're just having a really hard time, right? And this could have been from trauma or a variety of things. Um, they're going to look at you in particular and just feel just this huge sense of like, okay, well, either this person is now my enemy or is somehow doing something wrong or harnessing things that shouldn't be harnessed <laughs> or I'm totally in the wrong over here and I could be doing this the whole time and I don't know why I'm not, right? And obviously there's so much nuance in there where like even magical people, you know, go through difficult moments and difficult times and you know it does take a lot of recalibration and practice to get into this super like magical manifestation magician mindset. That's sometimes what I call it, the magician mindset. And so it's not actually as easy as folks might think it is, right? But you're making it look easy. And these judgments um, can really impact and influence the level of ease which you decide to receive things in the future. So I want you to kind of do a scan of the people in your life and the people, especially very close to you or in your family. Um, and I want you to kind of do a scan and say like, okay, am I the paranormal one here? Chances are you probably will be. Am I the one that's like totally living on a different planet, totally paranormal, and that's actually threatening the way that my friends and family members experience their reality. Um, and this is a really beautiful realization because there's a couple things that happen, right? First of all, we realize, oh my gosh, look how powerful we are. We're inspiring so many people, but also kind of scaring them and making them rethink their reality. Um, and so that's kind of cool. Like that's, that's pretty dope. Like we love that. Right. Especially if we're like trying to break generational curses or we're trying to be disruptors in, 
you know, negative patterns that we find our family and our friends in, um, that can be a really good sign, right? Um, but then I think there's a certain grief around it too, because we want to fit in, you know, especially in our families. We don't want to be like this person who is sort of, you know, maybe like on purpose or like intentionally creating these cognitive dissonant moments with our friends and family. Um, So there's a certain level of like, how do they see me? Like, are they ever going to view me the same after I continue to, you know, gravitate towards all this success and get my manifestations? And that's where you'll uncover a lot more about the specifics of your own fear of success is in that statement itself, right? Um, How will my relationships change? Will they change? Um, How can I continue to support my friends and family as they navigate their own breaches in reality or how they navigate the way that they see themselves in their lives, right? It's not your job to be your friends and family's life coach um, just because you're a magical person and you're a witch. And especially if you are a coach or somebody that like works one-on-one with people, um, you know, you might naturally just fall into this role because it's the role that you play when you're at work or when you're in your business. But it's not, that's not your job. And so I think that the first thing we can do to shift out of this mindset and shift into something um, that supports our success and supports our sense of ease is to just say that's their responsibility. Even the way that they experience you, you didn't ask to create all this cognitive dissonance for them in their life. You didn't ask to, you know, completely like, like, make them believe different things or make them question their reality. Um, You didn't ask for any of that. You know, you're just living your own life and doing what's best for you. And just realizing that if it's good for you, if it's a desire that is true in your heart, that eventually, even if it takes a long time, people in your family and your friend groups are going to catch up. Their their egos, their rational brain is going to start to recognize it as normal. And it's just going to be something that, that is normal in the back of their head, right? Um, so the longer and the more time that you have or like that's spent um, or that passes, the better that this will typically resolve themselves. Um, But something that you can look into from there is asking yourself, what old patterns am I still holding on to? Or old relationships where I'm not even with these people anymore, or I'm not even friends with these people anymore, but I'm still like holding on to the ways that I impacted them or the ways that they impacted me. And so, for example, I used to date this guy um, who was just not, he was not it, right? (laughs) I mean, we all have these relationships. He was not it. Um, He was not into me being a witch, which should have been like a number one, like shouldn't have even dated him if he wasn't into me being a witch. I didn't even know why I gave him the time of day. Um, But yeah, we dated for a while and he didn't really like the fact that I was a witch. He was like, okay, fine, whatever, as long as you're not doing like scary stuff. And I'm like, what is this scary stuff? Like, I don't even know what that is. But he, you know, made a lot more money than me at the time. I was like working retail in college. He was already in his career. 
and was like a software engineer. And there was just this big like power dynamic where I just felt like I couldn't get to the level of success that I wanted to be with this person because I know that I knew that so much of my success was based off of my witchcraft journey, my witchcraft path. And like, that was sort of the trajectory I was going on, right? Like I want to be like a spiritual entrepreneur and I want to talk about this stuff publicly. And I wasn't really affected by um, the witch wound uh, growing up. And I shouldn't say that I wasn't affected by it because I think everybody that's a witch is introduced to it or has been affected by it. And it sort of, you know, like it is really helpful to uh, think about and to shift because I think it comes up for everybody that's a witch. But at the time, I wasn't like I didn't have any shame about my witchcraft journey. But this relationship has had sort of inserted some shame into the way that I felt. And it was just really uncomfortable. And I was just like, why do I suddenly like feel self-conscious about this? Or why do I suddenly feel like it's unsafe? Like the witch wound is sort of being policed to me. Like why, you know, cause the witch wound is all about feeling like it's unsafe to talk about being a witch or publicly be a witch because in the past and in, you know, lots of cultures you were killed or burned or something horrible happened to you if you would come out as a witch. Um, and so that's kind of what was being imposed upon me as well as just like financial dynamics that I didn't want to be a part of anymore where he was like, you know, like, I don't want you to make more money than me, whatever it was. And so we broke up, obviously. But that's what came up in my EFT tapping session when I was tapping around the fear of success. Like I just saw my ex's face and him being like, you can't do this. You can't be this successful. And I was like, absolutely not. What are you talking about? Like, get out of here. Um, and so just scanning people in your life where you were the paranormal one, you were the one that was different and just see what, like if you, if you still hold on to any of their beliefs, if anything comes up for you, um, when you think about your success in relation to people around you that have not wanted you to have that certain level of success for whatever reason, right? Maybe they just saw your power. That's like a big part of this is they see your power. They see that you're different than the world, than everybody else in the world. And they want to get rid of that because that's not safe for them. It's not safe for them because they have a very specific idea of what's happening in their reality. Maybe they work a nine to five, you know, maybe they're sort of in that paradigm um, or they're in a different type of work paradigm and they just don't want anything to do with the opportunities that you're bringing to them. It's almost like the Saturn Jupiter effect, right? I feel like I always talk about the Saturn Jupiter effect. If you're a client of mine, I talk about this all the time. <laughs> I'm sure you've heard me in, in our Voxer chats being like, this just reminds me of the Saturn Jupiter effect. But you know, Saturn, right, is like Kronos, the king of the gods that was um, prophesied to be overthrown by his, his uh, son, Zeus or Jupiter. Um, and you know, Zeus is innovative. He's, he's creating a new reality. He's trying, trying to create a new world and a new reign for the Olympian gods and his brothers and sisters and 
all the gods of Olympus, but Saturn, Kronos is just not letting him have it. He won't give up his power. Um, and so, you know, Jupiter as a planet in astrology is all about opportunity and, and the beauty and the goodness of all these opportunities that we have around us and abundance and the opportunity to learn things and, you know, become more conscious. And then Saturn is like this sort of groveling, you know, energy that's trying to retain any amount of power, you know, and there's so much more to say about those two planets and in that relationship. But, you know, it really felt like that, right? Where like this almost like Saturnian force was kind of coming into my life to rob me of opportunities. Um, and since these people are long gone and these situations are not present in my life anymore, it shows up in memory. It shows up in my own mind. And then it's me policing myself, you know, the, the self-destructive part of me, the Saturnian part of me is using the, you know, mental weapons of people that have feared me in the past and is wielding it against myself. So just be careful of this pattern happening for you, because this might be the reason why you feel so stagnant, right? Is you don't want to stand out. You don't want to be the paranormal person in everybody's life because in the past, it was not safe for you. In the past, people have seen your power, felt your power, and nothing good has come of it. Um, and you're not, you're not in that right now. You don't have to uh, abide by that right now. Or maybe, let's say you are. Like maybe you are in a relationship um, or you are in a situation where there's something very palpable coming up between you and another person where you're just influencing the way that they see the world in a really uncomfortable way and you take responsibility for that. You are not responsible for that in other people. Like, yeah, this is part of the paranormal witchcraft journey. Like, you are paranormal. You are not like everybody else. You are not, right? And this is not something that you have to relinquish. This isn't something that you have to lay down at the foot of, you know, anybody. You, if people are in your life and they're not totally cool and down with you being like this absurdly magical person that can just make anything happen, then you need to really sit down and have conversations with them about it. You know, you can literally, you know, say to them like, hey, you know, I know that the way that I live my life is a lot different than the way that other people live my life. And I'm just curious to see and to hear what your um, what, what your take is on that, right? Um, I You can even like talk to them about it. Like, I'm curious to see, like, do you believe a little bit more in manifestation now? Do you believe a little bit more in, in witchcraft now? Do these things positively impact you or negatively impact you? Sometimes... For the people in our life, it positively impacts them. And chances are, if they're your husband or your partner or uh, your best friend or something, it's like they're positively impacting them, right? Like these people love you, love you, love you. Um, but they're just not able to admit that at this point. Or maybe through having like a gentle conversation with you about it, they'll be able to let you know that. And that could assuage a ton of this feeling like that somehow you're responsible for this magical quality <laughs> that you have, which for a lot of y'all, 
you were born with it. This is not something that you can train out of yourself. This is not something that you want to train out of yourself. Um, this is just who you are. And I think communicating that to people is really impactful too. Um, and then I also like on the other spectrum of this, right, is like the people like my ex who were scared of me, didn't believe in me because, well, they did believe in me and that's why they were so scared of me. And then they wanted to sort of take away my power. Um, if you're still around these people in your life, right, maybe they're your parents, maybe there are other forces in your life. Um, it's just so helpful to say to yourself, okay, <clears throat> they are so hurt by whatever. <laughs> they are so triggered by me in my power that they're putting themselves into their own self-imprisonment. They're, you know, they might think I'm crazy and I'm delusional and I'm living in this magical reality, but they're putting themselves into their own magical <laughs> reality, their own lies, their own imprisonment. And they're trying to take my power with it so that they can feed off of it, right? It's like this image of like a cave and like this person in your life comes out of the cave and comes out and tries to steal your power away from you so they can go into the cave and like harness it for their own, for their own, like whatever they're doing, right? I mean, it's very like evil villain energy, but you know, as humans, we, we resonate with mythology and with stories. And so if it's helpful to imagine that that's what's happening you're the hero you're the witch you're the princess like whatever you are in the story um you're the only one in the story that is able to do all this incredible stuff you're the protagonist there are some people in your life that are like you know your mentors and your um lovers and the people that are so magnetized by you and want to be in your life and then there's the people that or like the evil villains that are just trying to take away your power or they want you to trip up so that you forget that you're so cool and you can't continue the journey, right? Um, and so this is the thing that is probably keeping you stagnant, especially if you're a magical person. Um, and, you know, the amount of people that are sending you this bad energy or that are being so triggered by the way that you move through the world with ease are the, the people in the situations that are making you go in your subconscious in you know, creating a pattern that's not helpful in your subconscious. And basically you're saying, okay, I need to really put the brakes on this success that I'm having. I need to stop getting all, all these manifestations. I need to stop making this money. I need to stop, you know, living in my life purpose. And I'm just going to, yeah, I'm just going to pause, right? Because this doesn't feel safe. I keep getting this negative criticism. I keep triggering these poor people in my life that I love. And I just don't want any part of it now. I didn't sign up for this. This isn't, you know, this isn't what I want. And I would say to that, you know, you did sign up for this, right? Your soul somewhere along the line signed up for this. But even, you know, differently than that, you know, be it's not, it's, this is what it's like to be paranormal, right? Like you just, it's just something where, yeah, like you did sign up for it, you know? And this is just one of the trials um, that's going to get you to the path of success. And I don't want you to take responsibility for it, but you being this person that makes everybody else reconsider the world, 
is first of all pretty cool um second of all you know not your responsibility to keep up with at all and it's also the thing that's once you realize your immense power within that that's going to get you to the next level that's going to get you even more success you know when you're like damn i am a leader i am you know like i'm incredible i am this hero right and that's the thing that's going to create even more of those thought patterns of I can do anything, I do receive things with ease. Um, and so that's what I want you to do. I want you to explore uh, your relationship to how you receive ease or like, like maybe you've received it in the past, right? Where like your manifestations are coming through really quickly. Um, you're able to progress through certain income levels or certain <clears throat> success levels pretty quickly. And maybe now you've gotten into a stagnant point or at some point you were stagnant. Um, just identifying, you know, how you feel about ease and the ease to which things can come to you in reference to other people's beliefs around you. Um, and then just start to bring awareness to that, release that, write it all down, burn the piece of paper, whatever you have to do um, to get it out of your head and out of your subconscious. We, don't, we do not want it to live there, right? Um, so I hope you enjoyed this episode. I hope you enjoyed walking through this whole idea and I want to inspire you to be paranormal. Um, how can you become even more paranormal and magical? How can you just be like <clears throat> the literal protagonist main character super special person in your life or a super special person in everybody else's life um and why you know this is even a good journal prompt too is like why is that for everyone's highest good in in the long run or why is that for everybody's you know to everybody's benefit or what are ways that i help every single person in my life even including the people that hate me for my success um what's a way that i'm benefiting them right and that hatred that they feel for you is a benefit to them. It really is because someday they're going to wake up and go, fuck, it was me the whole time. Or maybe they don't have the self-awareness for that, but maybe you're going to inspire them to actually take action in their life. Whether or not they ever apologize to you for it, you might be that person that inadvertently, and maybe they don't even realize this, that gets them to, to take that leap and maybe you've just completely transformed this person's life, right? Maybe you've gotten, like this person applies for a job out of nowhere that they feel like they want to apply to and they act on their desires for the first time in five years. They get the job and then they they have this whole glow up and then they're like, holy shit, why am I a miserable person, <laughs> right? Um, that, very well, that very well could happen. And that is a result of you going and getting your success, right? That's a direct result of you fucking killing it in the world, right? Because if you sunk away from your purpose and just went, was like, okay, I'm just, my business is going bankrupt or whatever. Like I'm not, I'm never going to have any clients again. Or, you know, you let them overpower you with their doubt um, and their jealousy, then you're going to basically communicate to these people that number one, they have power over you. They won. And then second of all, that um, they can also just, you know, every time they go for something that they want to do, it's going to come crashing down because the most magical person in their life, the literal like 
you know, etheric, um, not etheric, ethereal, I guess etheric too, ethereal, magical, witchy person in their life fucking failed. So they're like, of course they're never going to try anything, right? <laughs> because they're like, I, if this person didn't, couldn't do it, then I can't do it. And this isn't to say to weaponize yourself with this fear of failing because failing is a part of the earthly reality. Failing is a part of the business world. It's a part of every single journey. Um, and it's not to say every time you have a failure, people in your life are going to be like, fuck, I can't do this or whatever. Um, but just when you need to take back your power, I think it can be helpful to say, hey, if I can't do it, then not a lot of other people can. Or if, you know, I'm going to be so defeated by this failure that I've experienced recently, then how the hell am I going to get to that next level, right? If I can't even, you know, comprehend and, and I'm super emotional about this one failure that I've had, am I really even ready for that next level? Am I even really ready to go forward, right? Um, so anyway... So many thoughts, so many ideas um, around being paranormal, being the magical one in the room. And I would inspire you to keep on keeping on, keep on doing it, keep on inspiring people, inspiring the world around you um, for good or bad. <laughs> and I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you love this podcast, you love what we talk about, I would invite you to continue to work with me to come and move into one of my other containers, get deeper into my circle. And here are some of the ways that you can work with me deeper this month. You could book a Royal Soul VIP day. Um, the Royal Soul VIP day is for my entrepreneurs, my project planners, and my witches who are so ready to move into their next level. They're ready to quantum leap. And they want to spend an entire day with me where we look at their natal chart. If you have a business, we can look at your business's birth chart, your social media chart, whatever you have. Um, we're going to look at your chart. We're going to elect dates for your projects. We're going to find um, timelines for you to move into your quantum leaps, to move up and start manifesting more of what you want. We're going to look at your natal qualities, um, your natal motivations that might be keeping you back from, um, yeah, getting everything that you want, manifesting your desires. Um, and then if you need any help as well with like kind of seeing what it is you truly desire, what it is you're really motivated by, we can go over that too in the VIP day using tarot, using coaching. And then we're going to end the entire day with the EFT tapping session where we're going to dissolve all the emotional charge around any blocks that we identified throughout the day, any things that you're like, okay, I really want to do this project, but I just feel like I can't, or I just feel like, you know, for whatever reason, then we'll identify the specific reasons. I can't move through this or I can't, you know, go and do the things that we set intention to do today. Um, so that's how we're going to end the day. And it's going to be a fate magnetizing experience. Um, it's going to be the catalyst that sets you into your next level so much quicker. Um, and I cannot wait to work with you within that. So for my visionaries, my creatives, my leaders, and anybody that just wants a VIP reading experience with me. 
Um, the other way to work with me right now is to join the House of Hades Society membership. I, I just added a new tier and I'm so excited about it. So the first tier of the ha House of Hades Society membership is called the Hades Moon Club. It's literally $6.66 a month. So you have to join it if you're not in. It's literally the same price as your venti iced chicken, whatever you get, right? Whatever your order is, it's like the same price and you get two readings a month. Um, they're group readings with the other folks in the Hades Moon Club um, every full moon and new moon. So a couple days before the two espats of the month, we're going to meet for a live group Zoom call and I'm going to read tarot. I'm going to channel a little bit from Hades and I'm going to go over any um, astro transits that are happening within the next two weeks um, during, you know, the moon cycles that will help you manifest um, the things that you desire, right? So it's a really, really cool, super um, no-brainer type of investment, literally $6. Um, and then the second tier of House of Haiti Society is just the full House of Haiti Society membership. With this, you get everything in the Hades Moon Club. So you get the two group readings as well as um, two classes every month where we talk about underworld topics. Um, typically the first class every month is like my lecture. And then the second one is more of like a workshop. We chat, we hang out, we do ritual. We sometimes do EFT together um, and a variety of things like that. Um, and it's for Hades devotees, underworld witches, but if you're just interested in working with the dark divine masculine or the underworld in general, um, and you just want to learn and come through these classes with me and walk through this experience, it's really beautiful. We also have a discord community that's super vibrant. We're literally in the discord talking every single day and supporting each other and celebrating each other um so it's just a really beautiful community of underworld witches and i cannot wait to see you in either the hades moon club tier or the house of hades society tier all right everybody thank you so much for listening and i will see you in the next episode or in one of my other programs all right bye